Okay, so Scott, we talk about Reddit things all the time, and we use some language Naturally. that we we use language that feels maybe a little niche. But I want to give you a bit of a history lesson. I think one of your favorite subreddits is memes. Yes, absolutely. Have you ever wondered how did we get that word? Where did that come from? I assume, much like every word, it was made up. Do Do you have any idea where this was actually from? Uh, it's. I mean, if I'm just going off of the Latin origin, uh, it would it would be me, me. So it's, it's all a very about selfish me. <laughs> <laughs> So, back in 1976... uh, That was the first meme? Hold on. A gentleman named Richard Dawkins created the word (laughs) meme. Dick Doc. Dick Doc. (laughs) (laughs) So, he he was writing a book, and he was thinking about, like, in biology, these things called genes that make up who we are. They're the genetic makeup of how we function. Not Levi's or, you know, Lucky Brand. Yeah, correct. So, the term meme is a simplified version of the Greek word memema, meaning imitated. So, they took genes and they took this Greek word and he merged it to make something called memes. Well, if you think about it, it it's to- it, it's the coolest thing ever, Scott. A meme is the genetic makeup of the internet. Oh. So, this whole time, here I am thinking I was born with it, but at the end of the day, it was fucking Maybelline. <laughs> Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. We are your hosts, Scott and Willie. Willie, how the heck are you? I'm caffeinated. We're recording bright and early in the morning. Not bright and early. I mean, it's abnormal for us. Usually the sun has set. On our moods, how we're feeling, all the sadness has crept its way (laughs) into our souls. Hello, darkness, (laughs) our old friend. At at the top of the episode, uh, we want to thank you guys for joining as always, you can find us all over the internet. Uh, we're on Instagram at sub for that. We're on Twitter at sub the number four that. You can email us. It's sub for that podcast at gmail.com. But if you like the show, share it with a friend. Give us a rating. Do all those things because we're going to be here every week, even if you hate us. Now, please, Scott, please don't hate us. It's been a it's been an interesting week. I think you have some follow up. Oh, yeah. But before oh, we do that, oh, I want to touch on something that you and I agreed before we started recording that we are just not smart enough to talk about. So we're not going to do it. Scott and I are not well versed enough in what's going on with Palestine and Israel because we're idiots. And yeah, we're going to stay out of that. I mean, at least for now, we're we're just going to stay on the sidelines for this one. I feel uh, when it comes to this international stuff. Yeah, we're we're very dumb, and uh, we don't want to light any fires, additional fires, uh, where they're not needed. What we are experts on are male fashion, r slash male fashion advice looks to us every single week to get recommendations for what are you wearing, and blah, blah, blah. As you'll notice, we're wearing flower shirts today. Flowered shirts are in this uh, spring, guys, so... 
Make sure to check that out. Which leads me into the follow-up from last week, Willie. What is something we said is not in anymore? Cargo shorts actually caused a little bit of controversy in my life. Wait a minute, what? Yeah, so we made the bold statement, which is, I mean, agreed upon apparently internet-wide, that cargo shorts are currently under the category chuggy. Remember? All right. Yeah. I had two people, the day our episode went live, message me, one in real life, and uh, (laughs) straight to my face said, hey, just to let you know, cargo shorts are actually useful for people who work in industry A, industry B, and like they demonstrated like how you would use cargo shorts while on the job. So when we brought it up, you and I were talking from a a symmetry angle more so so that you could make yourself as attractive as possible to whoever you're into. And we weren't even thinking about the, the functionality. It was just the form. So I am going to make a rare retraction on this. Well, yes, from a fashion perspective, they probably still fit strongly under that category, Chugi. <laughs> I will acknowledge here on the show that they are a functional pant or short pant for people who, you know, maybe do construction and want to feel A, the breeze on their legs and B, get in trouble with OSHA because you probably shouldn't be wearing a short pant if you're doing dangerous work. But yeah, who doesn't need more pockets? Women's jeans, they don't have real pockets to begin with. So I'm sure they would love to have cargo shorts be uh, a fashionable thing for them. But personally, I have no need of ever wearing them because I'm never going to be doing a job where I need to just put something in my pocket and grab it. You might retract some of your statements, but I have a degree in design and fashion design. No, but where I'm going with this will make sense. Fabric design. I did have a fabrics class that I studied. Home economics. Material design. Here's the deal, Scott. Just (laughs) shut shut the fuck up. (laughs) One of the concepts that you study is form and function and Mm -hmm. and which one has the balance in whatever you're designing. Like what's important for for this specific activity, for this specific design? Do I want to have something that's more form or do I want to have something more function? When we talk about the word chuggy, it is from a perspective of fashion. The vast majority of fashion is form over function. But mm? I am not talking about somebody's goddamn uniform, what they need to be able to function in the work that they're doing. Because if I'm going to go on a date with somebody... I'm not saying oh, I'm going to wear my uniform from work and I when I go there because that's the most presentable version of me. I want to look a specific way so I can get boned. And here's the deal. <laughs> Wearing cargo shorts is not going to get that outcome. So regardless of what your friends think, and uh, I dare say maybe you shouldn't call them friends anymore. Oh. You missed the point. Chugi is not about the functionality of a product. It is about the fact that if I put a goddamn sign in my house that says live, laugh, love, (laughs) that'll tell me what I should be doing with my life. But it sure as hell isn't going to get me boned. And therefore, your friends, your friends are fucking chuggy. (laughs) I'm going to go. I'm just kidding. Hey, I appreciate it. But 
keep sending it to us. I mean, like we said, we're idiots, right? Yeah. You know, speaking of idiots, and I've been off for a week. You've been off for a long time, my friend. It has been so nice to just relax, not think about stuff. I spent like three hours cleaning my car, and now it's going to rain all of next week, so that sucks. Either way, I still feel really accomplished. Yeah, I just got a car wash, too. (laughs) Again, if you didn't realize at the beginning of the show, we're genuinely (laughs) idiots. (laughs) But this week, on our coronavirus update, big news happened. The CDC and the Biden White House both said that if you are vaccinated, so just to get these terms out there, there is half-sinated, that's one half of your vaccination. There's vaccinated, which is both of your vaccinations. And then two weeks later, you're vaccinated. For those individuals who are vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. I could have swore you were talking about like uh, Starbucks latest menu choices, like the cup sizes. Well, Starbucks is included in this story. Oh, now Americans in many situations do not need to wear a mask. They can get back to life as we know it amongst the uh, the people that are vaccinated. And this specific post on, on the coronavirus subreddit says, new mask rules, trust Americans will be honest about vaccine status. Experts say they'll lie. Now, a few places of business, Costco, Walmart, and Starbucks have all announced that if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask in their establishment. Mm-hmm. This internally made me feel many things. I feel that all of those companies' lawyers said, like, all right, what statement can we put out that's going to get more people into our stores but not get us sued? Because honestly, how, how are you going to tell? How are you going to tell? By the way, I, I don't like the vaccination. I get it. As somebody who loves puns, that's a really good one. But I, I just, I don't know. It sounds like you tried too hard. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that we don't have to wear these annoying masks anymore, especially as somebody who is double vaxxed. I don't want that one to go on either. So... If you're double vaxxed, great. Like, this is what we've been working for. The science has supported us to this point, and we have to keep trusting in it that it's going to support us past this. We're in the best possible position with this double vaccination, aka vaccination, to go back to the normal that we were, you know, absent of for over over a year now. Yeah. Long time. We know from a science standpoint, that COVID-19 is not going away. Like, we haven't eradicated it. We haven't gotten to the point where it just can't feed off anything anymore. We have to live with it going forward. and For a really long time. Like, possibly for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Getting human beings into the best possible position to fight, you know, fight off that disease, that virus, is the best possible situation for everybody. But when it comes to right now, these stores are just saying, we, we need your money again. Like, we really want it, and we want everything to, pre- we want to pretend like it was before this all happened. Did you, did you see anything about the employee, uh, you know, guidelines for those stores? Do they still have to wear masks? I don't know. I didn't read up on it. I just, I saw that. And again, I'm on vacation, so I've been drinking since 7 a.m. I, I, I think my concern here is, 
really moves around that trust issue. We have had our trials and tribulations over the last five years in so many different ways. I think it has been testing in terms of politics, in terms of a global pandemic. The the rise of the word Karen is no coincidence. I, I think that it is a sign of individuals who are struggling to mentally cope with specific, more complex problems. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And this, this is not a a simple answer. No, uh, it's not like the debate on cargo shorts. Absolutely not. It, it's easy to understand the two sides to that, right? <laughs> one has a lot of pockets. One of them gets you laid. <laughs> but something like this is like, what, I'm, I'm just supposed to trust that you're fully vaccinated, yet in your head you're like, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you. But guess what? I might kill you. Genuinely, I might kill you. There's there's still plenty of people that are walking around with this uh, deadly disease, and they might be asymptomatic. That's the biggest danger. And plus, kids haven't been vaccinated. They're just starting to uh, work on, I, get, I think, the 12 to 16-year-old age range yep. was approved by, approved by Pfizer. But none of the other ones. So it's going to be a slow roll out there, and we just have to... It's another hurdle. Like, this is just ongoing again. And I don't know. I don't technically need to wear a mask out anymore. It it wouldn't help me unless it was an N95 and I shaved my beard, which I'm not going to do because I look damn good with it. Where I'll leave you with this story, Scott, before we move on, is you also spent a year working your ass off to yeah, not go no specific people, to be a recluse, to not do the things that bring you joy. You made that sacrifice this year. People that made that sacrifice, that put in the work, put in the effort to protect themselves, their communities, their family members, you deserve a moment where you can bring this joy back into your life and do the things that you love to do. If you're vaccinated and everybody around you is too, go to dinner, go have a barbecue, go to the beach. Those are things that you should now have the privilege to do because you put that effort in and you deserve it. I agree. I agree. And then celebrate, celebrate, dance to the music. And don't worry about all of those other people that are out there, right? Because right. much like the people you're listening to on the show, we are constantly surrounded by those we would describe as idiots. Which brings me to my story this week in r slash idiots in cars, one of the worst forms of idiots. Mm-hmm. The title of the post is Idiot in Hummer filled five gas cans expecting shortages, put them in his car, and then lit up a cigarette. Hummer destroyed. Swipe to see gas cans. And it's a picture that I will send you now. But Willie, could you describe what once was one of the most beautiful vehicles on the state? Uh, <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. This monstrosity of a gas guzzler. That they put more gas into. <laughs> I just ha- I have an opinion about Hummers in the first place. One of one of my closest friends growing up that I played hockey with, his mom had a Hummer, and I got to ride in it a couple of times when we would go to practices or games. Mm-hmm. That was the most uncomfortable vehicle I've ever ridden in. Serious. The windows are tiny. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a military vehicle that they made into a civilian vehicle. Yeah, you're not sitting. You're not sitting flat. It's kind of like. 
or like you don't have a lot of like space forward and backwards as much as it might think you have a lot of wide space so if you're like a wide human being great i mean that might be nice but it's kind of like an airplane seat it might be wide enough to fit you but it's definitely not deep enough for your knees to not feel discomfort yeah but anyways no sense for that vehicle i know what we're looking at is this beautifully designed perfectly functional vehicle just in ruins the hood is gone there's no hood on this thing anymore no i think Uh, it's melted in front of it what is fully intact though is the front grill (laughs) it's perfectly chrome somehow that chrome survived fire which you know makes me want to get a chrome grill for my jeans (laughs) (laughs) the second photo is of the gas tanks that are clearly melted decaying rotting corpses of some (laughs) sort of polyurethane gas tank those standard five gallon 10 gallon red polyurethane tanks clearly where the fire started but the reason this person supposedly was filling their giant short bus uh full of gas was that there was a Uh, A gas pipeline that runs from, I think it's New York down to Alabama and Texas, all along the East Coast, called the Colonial Pipeline. And it was hacked with ransomware by a group of hackers, and they basically shut it down because everything runs digitally, so they turned off all of their operations. And there there was some back and forth as to, like, why they were doing it. I don't think they realized the I, the depth and breadth of how much this would affect people in the United States. And uh, they eventually gave it back. But I think the initial reports are they, like, they let them have it back because they didn't realize how much chaos it was going to cause. But then it came to light that they gave it back for $5 million. So those hackers got paid. The rumor of that there would be potential shortages caused just lines for days uh, at gas stations and people just filling up all these extra tanks thinking there wasn't going to be any gas for them to do what they would normally do going to work going to the grocery store dropping their kids off at daycare and so it caused this mass panic and this poor hummer seems to be a casualty of that hysteria car fires are nothing to mess with and there was one day i was on a broom ball league and i was on one too they're really fun, right? They are super fun. So we're we're playing hockey. It's I don't know, fourteen degrees outside. One of the guys had shown up a little late. He parks his car at the end of the parking lot, and then he he starts playing. Well, we all kind of look in the direction of the cars, and we see smoke. Uh oh. We're like, oh, that's weird. And we're like, hey, Todd, I, is that your car? And he's like, yeah, I think it is. All the other people kind of panic. So they ran. They hauled ass into the parking lot, grabbed their cars, and everybody moved them as far away as they could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then uh, it started as kind of like a white smoke that turned into dark, black, thick, noxious gas. smoke, yeah. Just the worst. And it started in the hood. And then all of a sudden, you start to see it envelop the inside of the car. The rear of the car, everything starts on fire. The scariest thing is you don't know if it's going to blow up like a Michael Bay movie. (laughs) But then this moment happens and you hear 
and you hear this huge explosion and you're like what the fuck was that it's a tire exploding oh yeah because all the air's in there it happened four times of course there's four tires and you don't know if it's the car that's going to explode so we're like on this broom ball hockey field outside that doesn't have glass around the boards it just has like a chain link fence on the end and we're just hiding like is this thing gonna explode this is the most it was surreal and it was awesome and you know what <laughs> when a, when the fire truck showed up they just let the shit burn well there's no there's no fixing it at that point no i mean that fire truck probably didn't have a, a foam system which would be used to put out a gas fire or some sort of like dirt debris that would smother it like it'd just be water on gasoline potentially spreading it even further well that's cool but i'm pretty sure cars don't explode like in michael bay transformer movies they just just slowly rot from the inside just like the rest of us i i think the challenge is that um video games have kind of rotted our brains made us think that certain things are away like when you're playing Call of Duty, it it might be pretty, like, I could probably take 20, 30 bullets. That's not the case. <laughs> if you're I wearing really small, dark. like, little armor pieces, yeah. Now, Scott, you grew up playing video games, right? Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog was my intro into the video game empire. Mine was um, Super Mario Brothers on the Super Nintendo. I just sent you a link. This is a post on the subreddit, Made Me Smile. Why don't you go ahead and read to me what it says as you watch this? When you were nice to the gamer boy and he spawns three more just like him. Oh, I get it now. (laughs) That's cute. So the implication is that this is the person's spouse taking a video of this dad playing PC games. And then it slowly pans to the right showing their kids who are also playing their own PCs and making me super jealous because these kids can't be more than like eight years old and they have rigs that are way better than mine. That last child is is very clearly four. He doesn't even <laughs> fill out a normal sized chair. Willie, is this kind of what you're hoping to get out of life? No. You want to you wanna spawn a gaming clan, make your own esports team, and then just become some sort of rich video game baron? I, I, no, I want to talk about this interesting concept. So there was this implication in the video. This this woman married a man who was a gamer. There's this trend uh, that I've been seeing across the internet, this meme, if you will, that people will say it, it's generally women that will say this about men. And it, it goes, when you give X type of person a chance... Oh, and then you get this thing um, trying to put a negative spin that turns positive. Right. When you give the gamer guy a chance and you spawn these three children, why but is that, it? But that's just stereotyping. I know. But why is it that gaming has has turned itself into a couple of things that one it's mainly dudes, right? It's you and I. We're the stereotypical gamers. Patriarchy. Yep. Mm hmm. But then why is it also a negative thing? And I'm curious what your thoughts are on those two things. If I just had to guess, once again, no research done here at the show. We just fly off the seat of our pants or fly by the seat of our pants. See, I don't even know how to say those, say those things, words. It, it kind of does have to do with a little bit of gatekeeping, right? Because men were in the technological field a lot more than women 
probably still to this day, I don't, I don't even know if we've reached equality stand, uh, standards or standpoints. So dudes created the video game industry for the most part. If you watch any of the, the documentaries, it seems like it's mostly male executives pushing the video games on kids. So I'm, I'm guessing it's just a numbers game, right? More male children were gifted video games or introduced video games and it kind of just grew that way and we are still playing catch up for women the negative connotation came from a lot probably the people who are in the same camp as tipper gore making the parental advisory stickers for any sort of music that has quote unquote foul language and there's this stereotype that video games cause violence you know we've got the gta's We've got the Skyrims. We've got Call of Duties. Call of Duty. We've got tons of games where the entire purpose is to perform certain functions that involve murdering other people. What is Call of Duty? It's it's a 1v1, 16v16, mm-hmm. and the whole point is for you to just murk the hell out of your opponent. with As fast as possible. At the end of the day, the whole point is to kill other people. And that is troubling for some people. Right. It's very, it's very emasculating the, the genres that these games are put into. I have been noticing a, a trend. Scott, you are not on TikTok. I am here to represent the voice of the younger audience while Scott represents the boomers if you're new to the show. Sorry, China. What, what I've been noticing is on TikTok, there are more and more 20-somethings, the Gen Zs, that are women playing video games. Which is awesome. And... It, it kind of makes me feel like we missed out on a generation of partners and friends that could have been of multiple different genders and, and backgrounds. It's becoming so much more open to different types of people. And it makes me a little jealous. It makes me feel bad because I don't get the opportunity to share some of the joy that I have with video games with as wide a variety of of people so if you're you've maybe had a holdout if you're somebody who have said like i didn't grow up with video games it's not what i'm into there are so many more options out there that you might find a lot more joy than you're expecting and you don't have to make what is arguably a funny video about hooking up with the gamer boy and making three children you can be a part of that you can say hey look what we've done look at the 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 next generation of gamers we've created. Yeah, I hope it gets to the point where we are just talking about less titles that have these connotations tied to them. I don't want to be known as a gamer boy, gamer man. I just want to be known as a good human being who also enjoys video games. And as jealous as you might be, I also like to look back and think that for you and I, Willie, we bonded strongly over... Number one, the breakup of our recent ex-girlfriends. But number two... Recent at the time, not yeah, now. Not now. But at the time, that's that's how we met and kind of bonded. But the second thing that kind of cemented our friendship is that we played video games together all the time. Mm-hmm. We were we were clanmates, so to speak, without having a, a real actual clan that these lucky bastards do today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... Yes, while we can say like ah, we, we were we were born too late or not soon enough kind of scenario, we also got something pretty good out of it, and it was True. our love, our love holes. 
<laughs> our love holes. <laughs> but you know, you don't need just video games to connect with people anymore. Like there's so many things you can bond with other people over. There's, oh, let's see, you know, there's electric vehicle love, you know, that's growing far and wide. There's uh, STEM type research and stuff like all of those things that were nerdy. BDSM. That were nerdy pursuits that may have been male dominated can now be open. Leathers. Mm, okay. Yeah. I, I think both sides of... <laughs> People who are, I don't even know what to say to that. Furries, I can't get behind. Nope, nope, not going to say it. Don't do it, kids. Just stop right now. Get out of that as quickly as possible. (laughs) Uh, But what I was going to say is another thing that should be equal for anybody is cooking. Food. Everybody loves food, right? And so this week in r slash memes, there is the Winnie the Pooh meme. Two panel, over under, where Winnie the Pooh... For those who hopefully don't know him, he is a a bear, and he usually wears a red t-shirt and no pants. But he's sitting in a chair, you know, just free-balling it, and it's him with kind of like a lackadaisical look on his face saying, or the, the saying next to him is, simply finishing your food. And the slide below it is him in a tuxedo now, hopefully with pants. With a, a, a happy little smirk on his face saying, strategically planning your last bite so your mouth remembers the best part. Willie, do you do this? Do you think like, okay, this is like the best effing meal I've had in a long time. You know, you make yourself a nice steak and you're like, oh yeah, this, this part looks good. You know what? I'm going to save this side of the steak for last because I just want to savor that last bite. I put a lot of time into this. It's seasoned perfectly. I cooked it medium rare on the grill i want this to last as much as possible i want to give you i want want to give you uh a little insight into how how i you've given us insights where you just eat whole bags of chips but i'm talking like good food (laughs) i mean the last dorito should taste as good as the first dorito willie you're correct i i know let me simplify this for you so i am not one to to create a plate of food and separate everything and say like eat all your green beans then eat your mashed potatoes then eat your chicken i'm not one of those people i'm Mm-mm. fine getting a, a a spoonful of everything on the plate but i 100 percent make sure that i'm starting with the thing that i love and i'm ending with something equally as good and i'm going to give you a really simple story i went to target i had to get a bunch of groceries and I was hungry. So I bought, they have a uh, pre-packaged like adult Lunchables in their like, I don't know, their little deli area. They come with naked pictures of people? What is like, what makes them adult? Th- 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 they don't say Lunchables on them. Oh, okay. And it's like, it's, <laughs> it's like normal stuff. So it had like two little brownies, crackers, salami, cheese, oh, and pretzels. That, that's a kid's menu. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I know, but it, it's, it's an adult Lunchable. So here's the deal. I'm like eating it as a snack. I started with one of the brownies and I freaking ended with one of the brownies. And in between, the thing that I didn't want to eat was the pretzels. So I'm like snacking away, having a good time. And I'm like, ah, shit, I have all these pretzels. I better eat all of these. And then I don't want to end with pretzel flavor. So I'm making a conscious effort while I'm driving to eat a bunch of pretzels that I freaking hate and scarf them down with water so that they're gone and then I can enjoy my brownie again. You said Who you doesn't do this. I know, I know. Did you just say you were doing this while you were driving? Nope. Okay. All right. You didn't have I a day to talk about. introduce any legislation about distracted driving recently, did you? On video? 
wearing my seatbelt on a Zoom call? No, never. <laughs> Why would I do such a thing? Let us know if you do this, too. Like, tweet at us, IG us, whatever. I don't know what the kids are saying. TikTok us a dance video of you eating your your favorite meal. Let us know how you get into this, because I am kind of the same way. I'm, I'm somebody who, like, if I have steak, mashed potatoes, and a vegetable, I will, like, cut a piece of the steak, run it through the mashed potatoes, and use the mashed potatoes as an adhesive to then grab some vegetables, and I eat it all at once. Because I want, like, that mixture, that that mash of all the flavors of this delicious food exploding in my mouth, causing some sort of, you know, release. Well, I don't know about you, Scott, but uh, we recorded this a little bit earlier in the day than we normally do, so I am hungry. So with that, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. Again, we are all over the internet, but remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's... I don't work here, lady. Old babies. What is this plant? Or drag race down under. There's a sub for that. that.